0: Sync and desist, a multimedia network. Please enjoy. Episode 82. We've come a long way.
1: I was thinking we're on 83 for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> Just don't, always don't, thinking ahead. Don't jump,
0: yeah, don't jump ahead too much now. <laughs> but, uh, but we are back, as we say per usual. And uh, how was your week, Rob?
1: Same old, same old. Work. But uh, I've been, I've actually been doing this. But uh, the Simpsons, they predict a lot of things. So I've been... Digging into the boondocks again. Uh, so I've been watching the boondocks wait, did they,
0: again. Wait, did they predict things as, as well? Or uh, uh, like the boondocks?
1: Not that I've seen so far, but like it's been like
0: <laughs> I can't wait for the boondocks to come back. Because it is. <laughs> they would be back. more even more relevant now than they were like 10 years ago. <laughs> but like it's never changed.
1: Like the stuff they were talking about back then, <laughs> 2005 still pertains to today cuz nothing's changed it's just worse it's just an amplified version of what they were talking about uh, back then i used
0: to uh read newspaper comics and boondocks were, do you remember this or did you or are you aware of this that the boondocks actually temporarily were in the weekly uh newspaper maybe it was monthly uh, weekly or monthly newspaper uh, and I would read, you know, Garfield Comics and Dilbert, and Boondocks were on there. And Now, of course, it had to be a clean version of them, but it was very political um, and intelligent, and I didn't get all the jokes back then because I was probably <laughs> 11 years blind, old. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> it, I mean, it, yeah, well, there's a little bit of that, but, uh, but it, it was mainly back then in, like, two thousand one or whenever the these comics were, were out, like it was more like not like laugh, roll on the floor funny. It was just kinda like interesting little like nuggets of truth or something like that. It'd be like, wow, that's that's pretty interesting. You know, in a in a post nine eleven world, uh a lot of comics, you know, it, as clean as they are, uh, would have some really like int- comics are you reading? <comics>
1: not a single one. Uh,
0: but, uh, so so on Adult Swim when they started uh, playing that show, uh I was like, "Oh, this is that this is based on that comic." But I was I was not prepared for everything I was about to hear. <laughs> I can't believe like, my dad used to let us watch Boondocks. It's it's
1: incredibly
0: a dirty. P- I remember hearing
1: um <laughs> on the radio cuz when the Boondocks was coming out, they had uh r- uh like little ads for like watch boondocks on Adult Swim. And then it was Cat Williams. Uh, I am a pimp named Slickback. <laughs> 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 We've been obsessed with it to this day. We're still obsessed with a pimp named Slickback. Yeah. Slickback,
0: And it's like um the second episode of the show. <laughs> <laughs> See, what intrigued me to it was the anime style. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was also confused at the time because I was like, Why is Regina King talking to
1: herself? (laughs) (laughs) Regina King,
0: Um, award Oscar winning, Oscar amazing award winning voice actor. Yes, Regina King. (laughs) Um, I didn't know what they. I didn't know what they looked like until I saw like a YouTube video, and you know they they were in The booth, or whatever, and I was just like, What in the world? Like, that's not what I pictured at all. Of course, I didn't know what I was picturing, but you just get used to associating the voice with like the Charlie character. Murphy's a
1: character, uh, Samuel Jackson's a character. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, John Witherspoon, he's basically playing pops from the Winds Brothers. <laughs> he literally said, Don't make me tell my film. <laughs> <laughs> People still reference and his white shoes. <laughs> <laughs> he had yeah, the they white modeled shoes. it after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except in uh, Boondocks, he had some white Air Force Ones, some white Uptowns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, people still reference this show today.
1: Like, it's l- coming back.
0: Yeah. So, so they're doing a new season? They're bringing back Boondocks. That's dope. Like, I. They they brought back Toonami a few years ago and that made me happy. And it so went I, somewhere. Yeah, they they Cartoon Network for a few years didn't have Toonami at all. Uh and people were like, bring it back. And they did. They brought it back on an adult swim block on Saturday night. So uh yeah. So I made made the the old school fans happy. And of course they recognized that all of the fans of Toonami since they started are all our age. Have kids watching Adult yeah, Swim yes. now, so that's why instead of editing it, ten year old <laughs> he's just a dog. <laughs> so so instead of <laughs> editing it down the way that they used to and put it on like school uh, afternoons, uh, Not on school after school <laughs> well school,
1: school days school days after school after
0: school. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day, Rob. Uh, <laughs> um, putting in an after-school hours, uh, they just decided, well, let's, let's just do mature ratings and play all the shows that we did, uh, but just don't edit them down. <laughs> and uh, they, they brought back Samurai Jack and all that, and I think on that final season, they let it go gory, too. Which, same creator uh Tartakovsky Tardakovsky's coming back doing a show called primal which will also be a gory kind of series and it's like well he gets to be him he doesn't have to do powerpuff girls dexter's laboratory like like he did back in the day he can finally make the shows that he really wants to so you remember the samurai jack game on the cartoon network uh Website. Yes, I remember, <laughs> I used to play some of these and
1: the Texas Lab game on. <laughs> See, this, <laughs> on, this is before Couch apps were, were a
0: thing, so we had to go on our desktops. Yeah, and AOL <laughs> was,
1: or Yahoo, they were the the home screen on uh Internet
0: Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> the, these these kids just don't know what it's like to have to sign in. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to wait for AOL to boot up. Like, I swear, it took five minutes for the internet to work. <laughs> like, y- you had to listen through all that those noises, and then finally connect. And you also couldn't talk on the home phone you know, while you're on the internet. So people be like, "I tried calling you," and it's like, "Oh, I was on the internet." It couldn't do I two was things on the at once. World world <laughs> 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 that was back when we played outside, you know these kids just don't do that anymore. they stay inside <laughs> they used to go we used to
1: go outside and get in trouble now they stay inside and get in trouble. oh my God, <laughs>
0: yeah, you think you think locking them in their room is punishment now, see, it used to be punishment, but now it's like, whoa, I got all my phone and video games, and I mean, unless they take that away, I guess that would be the punishment, but yeah. Uh, you bring up like
1: newspapers, uh, just for whatever reason, that just reminds me like my grandfather, rest in peace. Um, he used to wrap our like presents in newspaper, <laughs> in the newspaper, in like the comic strips. <laughs>
0: That is it's such a, a dude thing. A like, the women in my family would never let that happen.
1: <laughs> it was cute, but now that I'm older, I know why. You get it <laughs> now, right? <laughs> Newspaper's free.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, you didn't have to go out and buy wrapping. And, and that's still... Okay, I do gift bags. I don't do the wrapping it in the, in the wrapping paper. Yes, yeah. everything I've gotten you, I've given you, gotten you. <laughs> not even tissue paper.
1: Been. Not even t- <laughs> I've done the tissue paper. You didn't do the tissue paper. <laughs> oh, right. Okay, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> has been in a bag. <laughs> I'm a man. I don't wrap. <laughs> <The laughs> <I> <laughs> but it, you know, not that wrap. People are so sensitive. I can't even. Nah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not well, people that just
1: men can't rap and women
0: only do. Listen, if you're asking for common sense, uh in, in today's day and age, it ain't there. Or balls. <laughs> <laughs> but that well, actually that does segue into what we we're probably gonna talk about. Which is common sense. And why this generation don't have it, I don't know. I have no answer for you on that. Or anyone. Anyway. so So it might be a short episode for that reason i don't know or it could be an hour long which we haven't done in a long time
1: yeah because brad made me shave down the shaking my head episode
0: (laughs) hey man you know we gotta stop
1: recording like
0: it's a little long (laughs) (laughs) i always give you the little look you know Rob, Rob, it's a little long. Call it, call it. <laughs> cut it off, cut it off.
1: <laughs> might you might want to shave a little bit of that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, this. It definitely times have changed from from when we were a kid. Um, there was no filter. There, there was no filter. There was no social media, and we had to get fresh air. Eddie Murphy's talking about like. Well, he
1: said on, um, let's see if I can get the name of this show right, Comedians in, in, in cars, cars with with Coffee. coffee. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he mentioned, and now there's just world breaking news, Eddie Murphy's doing comedy. Like, I mean, he is, there is a deal, <laughs> but a $70 million deal for us in Netflix specials. It's a lot of money, but he's, yeah. I mean. I saw this, like Collider. They were breaking down like on Collider Live. Like, he's probably gonna get like twenty of that. Yeah, right. <laughs> like after taxes, after um, yeah. I don't think Eddie Murphy's a tithing man. <laughs> 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 but, uh, so he's got to give ten percent of agents, that to managers and yeah, taxes and everything. But um, how's he gonna do it? Cause like I grew up on like not that I was alive around the time Raw and Delirious was out. Yeah, no, I, I had to watch that on run. Raw and Delirious and Richard Pryor's uh sets and like Bernie mm-hmm. Mac and the oh, yeah. Entertainer and like The Goats. Yeah. And, but I don't know how he's going to do it. Yeah. Like, you can't, there's no way he can get away with any of the stuff that he
0: had in the he, past. Right. The Okay, so yeah, that's that's where you're going with that is is like a lot of his material these days, you know, the like what he said back then, and if he tried to say it now, it would go, it would go a lot differently. Mm-hmm. Like
1: what uh, he has, he hasn't done comedy in a long time.
0: Yeah, and I he, feel like we're hasn't. getting away
1: from what we were talking about. But like, um, we're gonna bring it back, Brad. That's <laughs> yeah. all right. We get it full. But circle. um, it's been a long time. Like he kind of forgot about comedy. After like he he's done comedy movies, but he's forgotten about comedy after like his blowing up after being a stand-up doing SNL,
0: and you know yeah he's kind of hit all the beats that I mean we got uh, Shrek, but <laughs> well he he's pretty much y- you like been in every space there is in the entertainment industry, Mr. Church, you know. <laughs> I mean, he yeah, he's acted. He's uh, he's done stand up. He's done voice acting. Uh, There's not a lot else for him to do other than to you know make make an appearance. He's kind of disappeared for a little while, you know.
1: I mean, um, I mean, one, I think he can speak on the passing of Charlie Murphy, Um, his brother. I'm curious, like, what he's going to talk about because everyone's so sensitive. Today, like you can't even say anything the, without stepping on any toes on any group of yeah, people the, we didn't even know existed until someone said some weird random thing. Like,
0: yeah, the the com- comedy climate is kind of an interesting point right you, now. Do
1: you feel like though, with those past um, Dave Chappelle stand ups, maybe
0: mm-hmm. he was a little, he had to dial it back a little bit? Like I, because I've listened back to a lot of Dave Chappelle's stand-ups from years ago. Like what, killing them softly? Yeah, yeah, like any, any and all of them, bits was. and pieces of it, though.
1: When we, we back in the day, when that one came out, we had some material. Me and my my <laughs> friends and my brother, we had some material to live off of for a long time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the crack baby. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, the, that's one of my favorite bits Maybe. he does. <laughs> but, you know, I think the, the stand-up comedy is kind of split now because it creates two different groups, and you have the groups that will go with the climate and shift their material, uh, water it down, or uh, just don't talk about certain things. Um, not use certain slurs Um, and then there's the other kinds that are going to lean into it harder Um, because you're going to get an audience either way you know it's you know it might it may split your fan base in half you know in this current climate but you're going to gain a whole bunch of new fans if you're uh, especially since people you know are definitely more you know, sensitive or offended by, by certain, uh, you know, slurs or, or certain jokes that are made, those people that lean into that more, they're going to probably gain more fans of the, the offensive humor types, you know, it could be like, oh, well, I like this guy before, but I'm even more into them now. Um, whereas the other group, you know, that kind of waters it down, they, I mean, they may gain new fans or, or, or keep all theirs because you know they're not you know they're, they're not splitting anybody you know so uh it's it's an interesting place for sure um but D- dave Chappelle, i mean has he has he watered down some of his material or is he still sit, you know cuz i i haven't really listened to a lot of his recent stuff did you watch the last one i i i think i watched the not the late the latest one, but the one before that. There's only like three. Uh, yeah. He released yeah, two at the same time. Yeah, I, I watched one of them on Netflix and I don't remember which one it was, but Damn it, it seemed... <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it, its he still kind of touched on some subjects, but I don't think it was near as, like, brutal as because the old they stuff. they came out at, like, peak... Sensitivity. Yeah, like twenty sixteen was like kind of when things were starting to kind of shift a little bit more. I feel like,
1: especially like seventeen.
0: Yeah, twenty seventeen for sure. And like eighteen, obviously. And like
1: it's still like I, I feel like I it's exhausting.
0: Like, you, you well, to 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 feel like you're walking on eggshells or yeah, because like I, I was and
1: don't come after. Or me for what I'm about to say. But I was talking to someone and they were, we were talking about like the word love. And I said, um, God isn't love anymore. He can be hope or faith, but love, not even his word anymore. It's the LGBTQ <laughs> uh, communities' right. word now. And they're like, no, can't be. I'm like, well, it's you against them. <laughs> Love is now synonymous with like that whole movement and right. The they, love is love. Yeah, like it's mm-hmm. and
0: the rainbow. Having
1: this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like gangsters can't be wearing no <laughs> <laughs> rainbow flags anymore. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um like in that conversation, like the person said, like, hey, um, like we were talking about like they are a huge like mob sometimes. Like they mm-hmm. can be. The the way they attack people um, without really hearing the other side Mm -hmm. of it. And, like, no one's trying to offend anyone. Yeah. That as well as, like, obviously, like, the Me Too movement, like, definitely, like, is important. But, like, it became something completely different. And, like
0: like, it just turns everyone against... Everyone basically, yeah, and, like, and it, they might, it might get to a point where people are like eating themselves alive within the movement itself. I've seen people <laughs> like
1: change their whole language just not to offend someone,
0: mm-hmm. like on podcasts. And like, like you see it in real stuff. time, almost like like they say this and then they get corrected, then they they change it right then, and it's like down the thread. They're really trying to to not offend them you know and it's it's yeah it's crazy right Yeah but I, I do feel
1: like it's starting to go back to like 2000 where like being gay, if you were gay, you're an outcast and everyone with the, like, the
0: pushback is kind of creating
1: is then it became if you're if you're straight you're an outcast <laughs> and now it's like oh, yeah. back to the friction of like 2000 yes like where it's one I group against that. another. When it, it's not, like, everyone's, without being fluid, everyone can be fluid and coexist, but, mm-hmm. like, we don't have to attack each other at the same time. Right. And, like, if someone says something that you are offended by and they don't know that, you don't have to attack them. We can talk here. Right. You know, like, there are no, like, chances Anymore, more like people it's just attack, everyone's just on the offensive,
0: yeah, and it's easier to do that on social media, I feel like um There's no conversation right it's it's more like I mean, you have time to respond, and so with your preparation of your response, you know and you typing it up, you can pretty much say things that maybe you wouldn't say in public necessarily. You know, because you're on the spot when you're in the public. Like whatever I say right now, uh, it you know could it, you know could could get me uh you know like be- beat up or or you know there's just like a whole different aura of of like fear when you're in person that you might edit the way that you say something in your head before saying it in a way that online you would not. You would actually. You know, just be like, I'm just going to say this, you know. Uh, but there, there's a lot of animosity, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, you know. Um, it's hard to articulate. But at, at the same time, people do move on very quickly from maybe there being, you know, dissension in this area may last for a moment, and then it's kind of on to the next thing. You know, a month later, people will forget about that.
1: A week later. Yeah, by, not by even a Tuesday.
0: month. So there there's almost like an attention span thing too. So yeah, it's we're in such a weird climate for sure. Uh, like it feel in some ways it feels like we're more together because of social media and it's like you can talk to anyone around the world. It's uh, high school there it clicks. But yeah, but yet it's it's people who have made groups within within the whole school which is the internet which is the world so it's like us and them and oh wait you said this you know look at this person like screenshot this cause dissension among among people you know it's 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 so easy to do just blast people on social media um and it's starting to affect the real world too like outside of the internet and like I've I've seen it before, uh, even in the music industry, you know, with with pronouns and, and you know it's it's not just online, but ju- just the, you know, it definitely seems like, you know, as as we have said before on the podcast, is that I think a lot of our political climate, our social climate, is bringing out a lot of, uh, good and bad, but a lot of the the bad is kind of a chance to work through it, you know, rather than it just laying dormant. It's like it's, it's bringing it out. And so you can't deal with something until, until it's out in the open, you know, until you accept that it's there. So this is kind of like an opportunity for people to kind of re, rediscover how to unify. How do you think it's going to be in two years? I, I, I feel like it's gonna get Scary. well. It can't, and it, it could get better. It could get way it, worse. It, it could go either way. Honestly, um, I don't know. I think, I think in some ways, it's the dissension is going to. It it may divide even further, but I think the more, the more sensible understanding, folks are going to be. Putting aside those differences and having more real conversations, and that may leave the the fringe people to continue to fringe outward. Uh, so there may be, a, I think, a good portion of people that are going to come to understanding, and it's going to kind of revert back to maybe when things weren't so crazy. But there's still going to be, you know, if not now, which there are uh people on the fringes it's it's just gonna push them even further and further outward, um, like gentrification basically <laughs> <laughs> uh so i I think it's gonna get better and worse at the same time, ultimately, maybe even further down two years it's gonna get even better two years might be too soon to to be like it's gonna get way better, you know, but maybe five years down the line, yeah, I think it's gonna get worse get worse before it gets better. I mean, the internet,
1: one, is completely, like, we say it too much, but toxic. It, it's completely negative And, like, the internet, like, just loves to feed off of it. The internet will claim, like, we hate it. We're outraged. But you live for that. Mm-hmm. You, like, you're looking for it. That's why you nitpick at every single little thing. Mm-hmm. So with this younger generation that's growing up in it, they're going to lead the way, basically. And they're right. already trained to behave the way that they do online as they get older. It's only going to amplify. So, like, I feel like the uh sensible people, we're going <laughs> to be all the ones on the outside. <laughs> In the court of, uh, what's the court called? The court of uh, critical... I, I forget, like, the term, but uh, the court of social justice. I, I, I forget. Um but we don't give people a second chance and we don't allow people to for, be forgiven or we don't hear the other side. The court of public opinion. Mm. Um, okay. But, whew, coming in clutch. <laughs> but <laughs> Thanks, brain. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's just the attack. There, there's no... So uh, it's the court of public opinion, but there's no court. It's just... A sentencing basically mm-hmm. like a uh, court is where we all come together and we hear both sides and then we determine whether this person is guilty or innocent but yeah it's, it's instigating off the bat okay that's wrong fuck you we're done you're canceled here so there, there's no hearing the other side it's like uh, Aziz Ansari just put out uh, a stand-up special on Netflix. And we haven't
0: mentioned him since the beginning of this podcast. Yeah, because
1: like that, like we all forget. Like you were saying, like a lot we, of that was going on forget. when we started. Yeah, I th- I feel like that's the only one that we, of all of the Me Too cases that we actually, um, <clears throat> we actually heard both sides of. Because like, I it's just an awkward situation. It's not like. He raped her or anything, right? It's just this is awkward from the beginning. That yeah, Basically, that was
0: one of the first cases where you know some people started to shift and be like, "All right, I don't know," and then you know, it it became kind of split. You know, the movement, uh, the the viewpoint on the movement started to split after that one. I remember. Uh, yeah. Then there were cases that were popping up that was like, okay, that one maybe that one I don't know. You know, sort of like that. So but i feel like now it's a little more like we're like okay so it's
1: it's hearsay like we believe women but it's also kind of hearsay at the same time so like we have to and this is i'm just saying like more people are understanding from what i'm following not like on the internet but like podcasts and like hearing different news outlets saying like well radio news outlets like the um, Breakfast Club or like Hot 97 or, you know. But I think maybe things could get worse because of the generation now, not our generation. Right. People in school now that are trained, like that don't know what it's like to right. not they're still, have.
0: And they're still discovering who they are as people, you know, like, you know, I start thinking about what I was doing. don't know who they truly are as people. Right. Well, in the process of of them just being a teenager and just like discovering discovering who they are and not finding it out yet. It's already confusing. <laughs> it's yeah, like it's already confusing to be a teenager trying to find who you are and like what your your interests are, your tastes, like who who you're crushing on, your sexuality and uh you know people are are already wrestling with that stuff when you start adding a lot of social politics into it. Uh and you know, you're already trying to figure out what, uh, what it feels like to to get clout, I guess is what I'm saying. Like, you know, we struggled with, with fitting in, you know, as as a, as a teenager, or all all of us struggle with, with fitting in to some degree, or, you know, uh, wanting to belong. And so you add that emotion with a lot of what's going on, on uh, social media, and with the The kids that are that age now it's like what are some of these people willing to do to to gain you know acceptance from people to feel like they're a part of a movement that is causing a lot of dissension and and uh, animosity and, um, and in some cases even hatred of of other groups of people you know it's it's so easy to do now at the at the touch of your finger like you can you can screenshot any conversation any text message conversation and uh crop it how you want and and throw it on there and ruin someone's reputation right away so it's we're living in a completely different world you know before it was like someone could ruin your reputation in the classroom but now it's not just the classroom it's uh the yeah, whole world the world yeah so it's 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 so much It's like, it's hard to sift through all of the noise and figure out what's true, what isn't true, who has the right side, who has the wrong side. It's like, there's so much information that it's almost like, hey, I don't want any part of this. At least that's kind of like how I'm sort of coming at it. Like, social media for me has become definitely more of an outlet for promotional reasons and not so much for social status like it was years ago. Actually, it, it really hasn't been that for me <laughs> really much. I mean, you know, there's, a, there, there's friends on there, so obviously there there's a little bit of like, you know, social interaction uh, just on a casual level, but I've never really used it in the way that some of these young like really young people are now and like that is a good thing and bad thing it can be a problem it could be a solution it's just it's it's a weird climate we're navigating right now for sure yeah it's is gonna be harder for people to find themselves like because the,
1: like the internet tells you who to be and what to be and how to and be how to compare yourself to other
0: people and yeah
1: and like like we're talking about things that we should have always been talking about. We're talking about it now. But it's like a company, like they'll find a product that they need. They'll build this company around it. Like, we sell this. You need this. Mm-hmm. Like a, a phone or something. Then they'll taint it by trying to make you sympathize for it and like how you have like these super emotional commercials for something. Mm-hmm has nothing to do with it at all. They well, they it, go for straight for the emotions. But it's essentially the same thing where people are talking about mental health, but it's not genuine. They're mm-hmm. talking about because everyone's talking about it. I, I've literally seen people say on YouTube, like, so everyone's talking about mental health, so here's my video. Yeah. The internet's kind of made this mold. Just this whole culture has made this mold of who you should be, I've literally seen people that are as straight as a nail. They now have LGBT
0: in their bio, but they really aren't. Yeah, but like, I mean, we do kind of, I feel like we have an obsession with labels, you know, is that I recognize, you know, I I have these interests and this skin color, this what, you know, they're... There are labels and it's not like they're entirely something that we have to throw out, you know, because it's it's how we it's how we like identify things. You, know, you kind of have to identify uh, what something is in order to um, make sense of it. But when you're getting on five, six, seven different labels at that point now, you're trying to determine, well, you say you're this, then what about this over here and like then it becomes this whole compare contrast thing. It's like things that that are aesthetic that aren't pivotal to who you are as a person anymore. It's just about who you want to sleep with or what you decide to do that day versus the next day. And it's like, we could just, if you want to be a fluid expression of something, then you don't need those labels. You know, it's it's almost ironic in some ways how, it's like we don't want anything to do with these these gender roles, or we anything to do with uh, with what society tells us, you know, with these labels. So therefore, let's have all these other labels. That what you don't think that that's also going to become something that it that cages you and, and confines you. Be be a fluid expression of who you are without those labels. I don't think we need those because that's turning around and doing the same thing that you're fighting against which is to be confined to anything. Let like you be who you are absolutely, but don't be so consumed with with creating the new labels and then you'll just create a new system which is a copy of what you know what you're fighting against. So, and it's interesting you bring up about the um the whole like business model uh which reminds me of you know when we had Santiago on the podcast is that uh his His business model is sell with emotion, justify with logic, and that's a good thing for a business to have. But on the flip side of it, that can also be used to manipulate, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is what you were talking about. Is that you know, like when you're watching a terrible movie with a bad scene, but the most emotional music. Yes. So (laughs) you're like, it's making you feel a certain way. Feel. Yeah. But it's like you know it's it's easy to sell anything when you make people feel a certain way, and that can be a form of mind control of sorts um, But again, it's not all bad. it's just in the wrong hands you know it's it's you can be manipulated to to do things and say things to you know it's it's like, hey, buy this product because you're you're not cool, you want to be cool, you know. Here, here's to be cool here, but buy these, uh, by these AirPods.
1: <laughs> hey, man, I'm about to buy <laughs> Hey, <laughs>
0: I know. <laughs> what well, are you, you trying to be over here? you trying to be cool, trying to be convenient. <laughs> <laughs> no, that may be necessary, but you know, interesting uh, climate we're in. Yeah. One more thing, fluid, gross sounding word. Yeah, I know. That sounds so wrong. It's st- it's still not as gross as. Uh, Moist. <laughs> so I, I never
1: s- got moist, but fluid does that for me. Same effect. Phlegm. Does phlegm
0: get you? Is Actual that, that phlegm. Word... Not the word. For well, that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully it doesn't get you or get on you. <laughs> yeah, Brad got me sick before. On the podcast. the podcast, it cured me. Yeah, on the podcast.
1: I got worse than I got. You. I was great. <laughs> <laughs> like by the end of the day. <laughs>
0: I thought I was never going to get well. That, that hung on for, like, what, three episodes? <laughs> yeah, so the moral of this week's episode, vax your kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is, No, that's just a meme
1: now at this point. Because, uh, like I say we're going to bring it back. Common sense. Vaccinate your kids. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It's, we don't need any that is more not the mongoloids.
0: Moral. That is not the moral. <laughs> Of this story. <laughs> <laughs> episode 82 got weird.
1: Vaxxer Kids, name of the episode. Um, but we no. Were- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for stopping by first and
0: <laughs> lastly.
1: Yeah, and uh, we will catch you next week where we will talk about vaccinations later.